Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Two guys who can't even spell dry January. Hey, kids, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel the Prophet Cheeseman. I'm Chad. Who said dry January is a thing? So wash. And on this week's episode, we're pulling out the crystal ball and looking (laughs) into what 2024 has in store or probably not so much if history is any guide. Let's do this. What's up, man? Hello. I'm finally back in my my second abode in uh, Cabana. So I'm not not on Madeira anymore. So uh, and and next week I'm going to be back in the USA. So uh, yeah. And I, I think I speak for all of Facebook when I say we're not going to miss any of your beachfront uh, adult. <laughs> Adult mischief-making uh, photos that we had to endure for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I do it for you. I do it for you. You do it all. for me. You get, yeah. I mean, you know, got to live through live through me or <laughs> take take examples or what, whatever. It, it's, it's, it's all good. Peepers and I had to power through to make it to midnight uh, on New Year's <laughs> Eve, but we did it. <laughs> Dude, I was okay. So, so Madeira, the island of Madeira, it's like off the coast of Africa, but it's a it's a Portuguese island. And they have the best fireworks in all of Europe. The entire island is lit up and it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, we were out on a, a boat, which was literally a replica of the Santa Maria. So like on a pirate ship and it has nothing but it's an open bar, snacks and booze. And we sat there and I'd, shit, we were, we were probably out till three. But I mean, we were watching just this island get lit the fuck up. It was it was amazing. What was the drink of choice? Was it sangria <laughs> or was it uh, beer? <laughs> like what? What it looked like some nudist male swingers thing that I saw. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, a lot of people listening don't even follow you on Facebook, but it was wild. The drink of uh, Madeira is poncha, and it, it's this uh, this very it's it's fruit and it's yep. rum. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's rum. fruit and it's rum. Yep. And uh, yeah, you can get you can get knocked knocked out uh, pretty quick on that shit. So we we were we were heavy into the poncha. That's for fucking shit. Yep, that sounds that sounds about right. Well, you ready to to get back to work? You ready to to focus and. And get back to America and embrace embrace work, the work ethic, huh? the Puritan work what? ethic, and get huh? back. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I gotta no. say, I enjoy. I enjoyed. You know, people listening. Chad and I take at least a week. I don't uh-huh. hear from him. He doesn't hear from me. Uh, and it's a great sort of relaxing <laughs> time for me because Chad. Chad's a bit of a pusher. He's a bit of a go like do this shit or let's get this thing going or what. So it was nice to kind of relax. Uh, but I feel pretty rejuvenated. I'm ready to, I'm ready to hit the ground running. I definitely feel a lot of stuff going on, starting with, starting with travel. Yes. We've got travel happening in, I mean, late January. We're, we're going to yeah. uh, San Diego for TA week, the 29th of January that week. And we're going to be at Mission Bay Resort, hanging with koalas at the San Diego zoo with our friends from Koalify. Get it? 
with the Q and the I. Yeah, I qualified. Do. Yeah, okay, okay. Winning. Uh, we're going to be in their booth doing some interviews. I mean, we currently have eight events scheduled for 2024 already. Fuck. Uh, so come and see us in any and all of them. Go to chadcheese.com slash events, register, and uh, come get drunk with us. I do have I do have a quick travel, a quick a Canadian travel. Oh, shit. No, you did the Canadian thing, didn't you? You did the hockey thing? We're doing that. So okay. if, uh, okay. we're, we're headed to Montreal next weekend. Oh, nice. If you're in Montreal, which it has a nice, vibrant uh, employment-related community, yeah. uh, come out and say hi. Maybe we'll have a, a beer, eh? Uh, but meeting up with uh, the hiring branch <laughs> folks, Watching a, a Canadians hockey game uh, against the Oilers. Connor McDavid hopefully won't be injured and uh, having a good time. So I will be representing the the podcast solo in beautiful Montreal, which I've never been, but I hear it's a beautiful city. Yeah, I, one thing I'm not doing is going north for the winter. That's just not something I do. <laughs> I don't do that. I find a sandy beach where it's nice and warm. So you enjoy that. Just the tip. <laughs> Well, it's almost as good as getting free stuff, but not not quite as good. So we had a okay. we had a nice little holiday giveaway. If you haven't signed up yet, kids, you got to go to chadcheese.com, click the free link. We're talking text kernel, uh, giving away whiskey, Aspen Tech Labs, giving mm-hmm. away beer. Of course, yeah. we got t-shirts from our friends at JobGet. Yeah. Uh, and if it's your birthday, you might win a nice bottle of rum from our friends at Plum. But last month's winners, uh, our bourbon winner was Alan Bourne. Not related to Jason Bourne, as far as I know. Uh, our beer winner was Morgan Mickles, and Kelly Hrivnak was our birthday winner. And nice. I think if if I hear if I hear birthday, that that usually means that uh, we play this one. Really. I'm a little slow on the trigger, man. It's been a couple right weeks. Now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down. That's what dry clothes. January does to you. Yeah, the brain is off for sure. All right, celebrating another trip around uh, the sun and our listeners, Muir McDonald, Zachary Larson, Cheryl Ford, Rob Arndt, Mark Katz, Peter Brooks, Mark Becker, Mark Fogel, Keith Sedlick, William Nolan, Steve Brown, Lou Adler, Athena Karp, Peter Zolman, wow. and Lauren Sharp, one of our favorite Aussies, if not our favorite Aussie, is celebrating another birthday. Uh, who's but who? Hopefully, they're not celebrating dry January on their birthday. Have a drink yeah. for us, if, if anything If they're else. smart, they're not. If they're smart, they're not. Uh, I, I, I want to jump into really quick and talk a little bit about what we did in 2023, kind of like in retrospect and then you know move sure. forward a little bit. What stuck out to you and what we've done over the last, you know, year uh, or so with the Chad and Cheese. Well, aside from not killing each other uh, after yeah. six years together, Always big. Always uh, I big. figure 10, 10 is the breaking point where we finally <laughs> like walk off the stage, but the travel stands out for sure. Yeah. Um, it's been so fun watching the rec fest, the unleash mm-hmm. crew grow, come to America, continuing to meet friends New people, old faces. Some of the interviews we did live uh, from a multitude of, of booths was great. Yeah. Um, the startups we always love. Some of the ones that st- stuck out like Vet, Aaron, and others have been fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Certainly, uh, we'll get to it eventually, but fantasy football is always always a highlight <laughs> for me, Chad. Always a highlight. I'll- 
even though you don't perform well. Yeah. <laughs> no, like the rest of my life, I did not not perform well. How about you? What what stood out for you in, in 23? So I was taking a look at what we did over the year and we did over 60 interviews and we tackled some pretty heavy topics in 2023. Who would have ever thought that we would be talking about failing child labor laws? I mean, going back yep. to the 1930s and saying, hey, look, we're just going to take away all these child labor protections. So we talked to Reed Mackey about that. Uh, we talked to some other incredibly smart people like Professor uh, Ifoma Ajunwa and Professor mm-hmm. Mona Sloan about AI regulations. Uh, pay transparency, still a thing, going to continue to be a thing. Maria Colacorcio and, and, and Anita Lintink. We've been talking about remote work and return to work all year because it's been, it's kind of like the, been this tug of war. We talked to Mary El- Elkerty about that. Um, women exiting the workplace, Tracy Lovejoy mm-hmm. and, and uh, Shannon Lucas talked to us about that, giving us the women's perspective, turnover contagion with uh, Andrea Durler and Roe versus Wade, which has really impacted our lives uh, after the SCOTUS overturn. And uh, Dr. T is what uh, we called her, but Dr. Tana yeah. Session. Uh, she was amazing. I mean, it was just great to have all of these experts come on the show. And again, those are just a few of the 60 plus that we have. And we came out of the barrel hot in 2024 with our friend of the show, EEOC mm-hmm. Commissioner Keith Sonderling. I think this is like his third or fourth time on. I uh, but yeah, that's uh, it, it's great stuff. And I mean, with including our YouTube only content, we are over 1200 episodes pod to date. 1,200. Fuck. I think that deserves an applaud for anyone who's listened to any of those uh, in the last six years uh, that we've been doing it. By the way, it's Tana, not Tana. So if you see her, if you see her out there, uh, make sure that that you get that right. Dude, Michigan might win a national title. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. We're we're done with that. Let's go to (laughs) let's go to fantasy football. Something. Something's great. So. Another season is in the books. Uh, yes. I had a lot of fun. I think everyone that participated. Oh yeah! Uh, it was an it was an all female Final Four, which was <laughs> awesome. I think half the league was was female. Uh, but Dina Pero for Pyros Boom. is our champion uh, for twenty twenty three. Her winning her winnings are on the way. Uh, can't wait to see the pictures. She's already promised a good a good photo <laughs> session uh, with her winnings. She was followed close matchup. Uh, Jill, jagged little Jill Patterson came in second. Marcy, Marcy Mall Playground, Marcy Playground Mall. Michelle Sargent Slaughter was rounded out our our final four. Then we got Brent Losey, Joe Bagga Dixon. Uh, Chad, you came in seventh, (laughs) respectably, right there in the center, not showing off, not falling behind. Uh, Dean Oster at eight. And then everyone else sucked, didn't even get into the, like, the consolation stuff. That would be me, <laughs> Jasper, the European, uh, Dennis, last year's champion, Tupper. Oh. And in the cellar, we got Kristen Urban, and that is, uh, that is just, frankly, the car crash of, uh, of fantasy players. Ridiculous. We might send Dennis Tupper a little something for uh, going from first to almost worst. <laughs> For for this year, but that is another season. Hopefully, we do it next season. Uh, I'm pretty sure our friends at Factory Fix, who sponsored this season and the year before, are going to be at least open minded to doing they it again. It. But that is they love it. that is fantasy football finale.
And talking about a little uh, boats and hoes, I mean, YouTube, we launched a YouTube channel in 2023. Uh, I kind of had to you know, drag you kicking and screaming. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, it actually worked out pretty damn well. And, and we got, yeah. to, I think, um, Skill Scout to thank for that, to, to, to make us look all pretty and, and, and sound good. We had over 30,000 video watch watchers or downloads, whatever the fuck they call it. Anyway, over 30,000 in less than a year. We don't know the internet. Yeah, with the, the top five YouTube videos was number five, iSIM's CEO abruptly quits. Number four, $7 Mayo might end democracy. Number three, Uber takes aim at TaskRabbit. Number two, Stepstone steps in it. And number one, will AI take recruiter jobs with Amy Butchko? That was a, that was a great oh, uh, interview Butchko. as well. All right, all right, all right. By the way, Chad, I, I'm, I'm on my way to being TikTok famous. Uh, oh, no, my, my, uh, my, my full service sucks short. Uh, by the way, the shorts are <laughs> shorts are sh- totally surprised. Like people love yeah. us in about one minute or less intervals, which I totally understand. <laughs> but my full service sucks on TikTok is uh-huh. over four thousand views, which I'm oh. pretty pretty impressed with. I, I'm I'm well on my way to TikTok fame, <laughs> so I can finally walk away from this podcast and talk about things that old white men get angry about. I think I think it may be. Maybe my calling. 60% of the time, oh. it works every time. Which brings us to reviewing last year's predictions. If you haven't been paying attention, kids, this is our prediction show. If you haven't heard it before, we review our predictions from last year, see where we got it right and where we mostly got it wrong, and then we make new predictions for yep. the new year. So, Chad, uh, I don't know how you want to do this. We can do one each. We can do all of yours, all of mine. Knock all your three out. Yours is going to be fun here. Okay. <laughs> my three <laughs> my three were uh, were super specific. Yes. They were rooted in fact. If if you don't believe me, go back to the archives. <laughs> go to chadcheese.com and go to January uh, for that one. So, fact. So, my, my first one was... My first prediction from last year was that Scott Guts, CEO of Monster, would no longer be CEO of Monster. And for that one, yeah, I got that one wrong. And although he's still there, it's got to be the worst job in our industry. (laughs) Piloting piloting a ghost ship, basically, in in foggy, uncharted waters can't be very yeah. much fun. I think the the paycheck he's he's bringing down, he's what? probably okay with it, right? Now, I think I think maybe being an AE there or something like that, that probably fucking sucks. But being a guy who's taking down the kind of cash he is, I think he's okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I guess he can cry all the way to the bank on that one. Okay, that brings us to my second prediction. Ugh. Greenhouse I. P.O. Oh, boy. Greenhouse, although they had, I think, uh, hired chief financial officer that had extensive experience in in going public and had done some other things that I thought was a clear indication. Uh, Greenhouse did not go public, nor did any company uh, in our space (laughs) of significance go public. So that one. 
That brings me at, at 0 for 2. I think we think these companies are smarter than than they really are. We, we, we look really deep to try to look at for their hidden kernels of, of what might actually to try to put the, you know, put these things together. I just don't mm-hmm. think they're that smart. Well, you know what I say about predictions, Chad? They aren't wrong. They just haven't happened yet. 60% of the time, <laughs> it works every time. All right, yeah. let's get to my third prediction from 2023 UKG buys iSims Yeah, that one was rooted in uh, I thought some sound logic. Uh the CEO that they had hired Brian Provost uh had experience <laughs> selling a company to UKG and I thought what better CEO to sell to UKG than the guy who sold a previous company to uh-huh. UKG. Unfortunately, Brian Provost is gone while Scott Guts continues to uh, to drive the monster ship. Who would have thought that Provost just would eject? I mean, out of out of just thin air. One day he wakes up, picks up the phone, says, I quit. Who would have thought that would have happened, right? Hey, guess what? Again, you, you never know. These crystal balls, sometimes they, they, they work, and most of the times they just don't. Full disclosure, we have no idea what happened uh, at iSims. <laughs> we can only project. That's what happened in my head. He woke up. That brings done. that brings my my take uh, at 0 and 3 <laughs> for my predictions from 2023. All right, Chad, are you ready? Yes. Let's do this. Oh, man, I tell you what, uh, pay equity was having its its moment in the sun. And I thought automatically there's one company that's out there that I know and I love that they're going to get acquired because they are a system that uh, just makes sense for pay equity, right? They're very transparent. It's technology. It makes it easy. And Cindio did not get acquired. So that was a big, big zero for me. Although... I'm sure they're doing incredibly well still, whether they were acquired or not. Is it Next something to, you think might happen huh? in 24? Or are you putting that one off the table? You know what? I don't think so. And here's why. I th- yeah. And I don't think I don't think it's a situation where they they won't do well. I think they'll continue to do well. I just think that because DEI, pay equity, all of these things are just not cool anymore. AI is kind of taking the stage. Um, mm-hmm. CEOs saying stupid shit. You know, that, I mean, we've seen so many CEOs just come out and say, you know, the quiet parts out loud over the last couple of years. That has taken the shine off of just about all the things that we cared about that we should mm-hmm. be caring about. And DEI, pay equity, those types of things, uh, unfortunately, are just not getting the focus and the time that uh, are deserved. And I feel... Which is, which is a shame. Yeah. Like 2024 is going to be just another year of stupid shit from the CEOs, from the C-suite, from the board of directors. Yeah. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we're going to be we're going to be focusing on the drama and not the things that actually matter. I think you're right. All right. Now, let's get to uh, your number two prediction from last year. Oh, Web3 is alive. So my prediction was that some form of blockchain-esque type of organization would actually get out there in our space. And uh, it did happen. CV Wallet did come out. And I, I, th- I think they're doing well. I think they're doing a lot, uh, a, lot, uh, a lot better than we had actually thought right out of the gate because they didn't focus yeah. on blockchain. They focused on process. They focused on really the issues uh, because of all the cons that happened on blockchain and crypto and that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, eh, we'll, we'll give that a half. All right, right, we think? A half, all maybe? Right, all right. <laughs> 
McConaughey approves. So we'll uh, we'll go with <laughs> we'll go with that one. Yeah, you know, Bitcoin's having a moment here in the the new year and, and ending last year. Ethereum is back. Solana is is striking hard. So I don't know, crypto crypto might be a hot topic in twenty four, and uh, your your buddy Sir Richard uh, might be in for a, a good year. All right, let's get to your final prediction from twenty three. Google for jobs paid ads. That's right. We've been talking about this for years now, kids. I think since it came out, since uh, Google for jobs came out in 2017, we've been talking mm-hmm. about the paid yep. ads finally happening. We haven't seen them in the wild, but we have seen testing. We've seen, we've seen screenshots of testing. And uh, so therefore, I mean, I think we'll probably take it off the board from now on, but you we know so? that it's in the process. We know that it's happening. Uh, so Google for jobs, paid ads. I'm going to take a win on this one. Just the tip. All right. So if you're keeping score at home, Cheeseman 0-3, Chad, we'll give him a 1-1-1. One, one, one. How about that? We get, we'll, <laughs> we'll give a tie uh, to the Bitcoin. Well, let's see if we can do any better in 2024. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, Chad. It's uh, it's time to make our 2024 predictions. Are you are you excited? Oh yeah, dude. I'm stoked. <laughs> I am stoked. Okay. So, in a macro level, yeah. I'm really I'm really concerned about 24. Like the world is burning. Uh, global conflict, geopolitical uncertainty. We have an election year here in the U.S. Taiwan has an election. Germany in recession. Like. It's a really volatile year. I'm really scared to make predictions this year. And I've decided that this year will be my George Costanza strategy for predictions. Now, if you're not a Seinfeld fan, hopefully you know there's four characters in Seinfeld and George is kind of the self-deprecating negative one. And he has an episode where he says, if everything that I, I do is wrong, then the opposite must be right. If every instinct I know is wrong, then I'm going to do the opposite. So this year, I'm going to go a little George Costanza on you and go the opposite of what I would normally do on our prediction show. So with that, my first prediction is no IPOs. That's right. No IPOs (laughs) of significance. And I'm not talking about some pink sheet bullshit company. I mean, like significance. And we've been talking whether it's more official than others, but iSIMS, Greenhouse, uh, Smart Recruiters, Personio, uh, Deal for sure, Hi Bob. Like some companies are teasing IPOs. They're, you know, their S1s have been like they've almost got there. They're really close to to doing it. But this year, I think with so much volatility, mm-hmm. uh, I think we were at peak IPO with Birkenstock last year. <laughs> I think like the yes. IPO markets, unless yes. unless Reddit, Stripe, some of these big tech companies go public and really yeah. hit it out of the park, I don't think any of our companies uh, are going to go IPO in 2024. Now, what I hear a lot of these days is, is, is quote, survive till 25. I think this will be a year where we hunker down, survive, get through the elections and everything else. And then 25, you're going to see a flood of some of these companies go IPO. But for me, my first prediction (laughs) is that there will be no IPOs in our space in 2024. And 
That brings us to your first one, unless you have a comment. Oh yeah, first, I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to say that. They, so it sounds like the year of Cheeseman not taking any big swings. You're just going to bunt and try to get on base. That's a that's a black that's a black or white. No, that's, that's a, a black swing. or white prediction. That's no gray area. That's no tie. Not going to be a big year. We all know either that. I'm right, either I'm right or I'm wrong. There's no like just gray because area. it's white or black or white does not make it a big swing. That's not a big swing. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm really wrong, and we have a lot of cool shit to talk about, including IPOs. But I don't think it's going to yeah. happen. Right. We'll still have a lot of cool shit to talk about, but I, oh, IPOs yeah. probably not. So yeah. <laughs> I hope it's all right. not all cyber trucks and uh, and meta <laughs> VR systems next <laughs> next year or this year. All right, get ready. Yeah, I'm going to go big with on this one. Uh, I'm going to talk about two acquisitions that are going to happen in 2024. Yes, I understand several clearance rack acquisitions will happen in 2024, but those are not the ones that I want to focus on. I believe there are amazing startups that are new, different, and will provide market vendors, um, big market vendors with a market advantage that they do not have today. Here are two that are near and dear to my heart that I believe could change the TA landscape forever. The first mm. is an early stage startup who I believe can revolutionize the talent acquisition space. And I don't mean by using a large language model. I mean, by creating new rails infrastructure, much like AppCast did by building the programmatic advertising rails for recruitment marketing agencies and new revenue streams for job boards. Plus also creating infrastructure to make background checks faster, accreditations and references instantly available and new revenue streams for screening, testing, assessments, and simulation providers just for starters. Oh, and instead of talking about PPC and PPA, how about we talk about having the data and ability to actually target target qualified candidates? You know, the ones who you know have the accreditations, they've already passed the background checks, they passed the assessments, and instead of paying for and apply or a click from a candidate that doesn't meet the requirements, they actually make sense. The only vendor currently in our space that can pull this off, call back to last year, CV Wallet. That's yes. Winning. Sir Richard and Queen Beverly, they have tremendous experience in the space, resources, and the network to pull off an acquisition in 2024. Why? Because as we saw big names like Google, Microsoft, Amazon, and many others get leapfrogged by little old open AI, the big names in our industry understand their rails, their infrastructure, and their brand mean nothing if they're leapfrogged by a competitor who acquires a more evolved infrastructure and revenue models. That's why CV Wallet gets acquired in 2024. Oh my God. That's a big, that's a big swing. As if Sir Richard and Beverly need another, uh, Maserati, uh, buy, get <laughs> upgrade that garage, as they say in, in England, because you're going to need a few success, more. Success, my friend. <laughs> success breeds success. <laughs> <laughs> so my second in today's world, we are flooded with generative AI and vendors who are doing their damnedest to try to figure out how to wrap this AI into practical workflow for their users. And for over a decade, vendors have tried to solve the recruiter workspace problem. Hiring companies are using an average of 30 plus different technologies today. And recruiters have to have at least that many browser tabs open to, open to, to use that shit. Uh -huh. So it's not just efficient 
and many great platforms need to be receiving adoption and they can't because they just can't get the users to use their platforms because they're all over the place. Enter poetry. Hi, Poppy. That's right, baby. A recruiter enablement platform that wraps all of those problems into an early stage solution. Founders and our friends, Adam Gordon and Mike Hughes are both veterans in the space. They sold candidate ID to iSIMS and they are not looking to create the next platform to rule them all. Oh no, they are creating a workspace that ties all of those platforms and point solutions together. And that was always the answer. Creating a platform to rule them all was never sustainable and never the real world and practical answer, but rather a workspace that ties them together and integrates practical generative AI workflows. That's the answer. And that, my friends, is why poetry gets acquired in 2024. Welcome to all things Scottish. Our slogan is, if it's no Scottish, it's crap! Two European country, uh, companies. So we get a two for one for yes. your first prediction in 24. Acquisitions, two companies, both European. Uh, I'm shocked that as, as the newest European resident that you're picking two <laughs> European companies to get to get acquired. And that literally just came into my mind as I'm talking about it. I'm like, holy shit, they're both in Europe. I didn't even think about that as I was thinking about these. Yeah, so it's just... Just, just popped. Just came into your head. Just came into your head. All right, kids. That brings me to my second prediction for 2024. No new unicorns in 2024. Now, Chad, you remember 21 and 22, we had a parade of unicorns. Tons of them deal, remote, oyster, uh, Velocity Global, you name it. There were tons. And this past year, we had yeah. Hi Bob, Harry. Maybe uh, was close in that in that in that yeah. neighborhood. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think this year with inflation, I think it's still going to be high. Volatility still high. I think there's a lot of investors that feel burned by putting in so much money into the uh, the workspace. Uh, remote work is still kind of in up in the air. Uh, I think that. Investors will be uh, gun shy to invest in our space. I think inflation money won't be cheap uh, into next year, volatility around the globe. I just don't think we'll see a billion dollar valuation and a new unicorn uh, in 2024. And again, I hope I'm wrong about that one as well. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll have a little to add about that later. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) All right. Well, while you think about more European companies to to pimp and more uh, European ideas and socialist uh, ideologies to throw at us, (laughs) let's take a quick break. And remember, kids, there's no show without the sponsors. So please listen to the ads and write blank checks to these companies. All right, Chad, you've had a little time to think. Yeah. Think of new things that are going on. But this brings us to your... Second prediction for 24. Prediction for 2024. Twitter hiring dies. Now, let me paint a picture. In December, that's where the European part comes in. In December, the European Commission has opened formal proceedings to assess whether Twitter may have breached the Digital Services Act. The investigation includes countering the dissemination of illegal content combating information manipulation, increasing platform transparency, and examining the user interface design. 
This provides a huge distraction for an already undisciplined Twitter. Plus, this is happening right when Threads launches in the EU. Moreover, the economics just don't work. Enterprise advertisers are continuing to run away from Twitter, which has resulted in losses around in the billions. Then Elon tells the enterprise advertisers to go fuck yourself. Then, just recently, Linda Paper Tiger Yaccarino declared that uh, Twitter would target small to medium-sized companies to replace the said enterprise dollars. Twitter then wrapped their SMB jobs thingy into the basic verified offering, which includes spotlight top roles on your profile. Who the fuck at a small to medium-sized business is going to manage the day-to-day, that day-to-day jobs fiasco? Nobody, nobody. Number two, job sync via ATS or XML feed who the fuck at an SMB knows what an ATS or XML feed is? Yeah, no, it's a very, very, again, it's starting to start very, very thin, very thin. Uh-huh. Last but not least, unlimited job slots published to your profile and job search at twitter.com slash jobs. Who looks SMB profile on Twitter? So you have to go to the actual profile to see this shit. So all of these features, quote unquote features, are just smoke and mirrors until Twitter starts pulling jobs into their main feed. Then all fucking hell is going to break loose. Johnny's plumbing and heating, their jobs start (laughs) popping up by Alex Jones tweets and then all bets are fucking off, kids. Plus... Here's the final point. Twitter just wrapped those so-called features into an already existing verification product without uh, increasing the price of the product at all, which gives no additional revenue and actually devalues those bullshit features. So how will Twitter pay to increase SMB buyers? Much like ZipRecruiter did. They have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars as, as Zip demonstrated, and that's not sustainable. So here's a recap. EU investigation. Facebook's threads enters into the EU. Enterprise revenues are gone. Twitter devalues its hiring platform. And much like Facebook shutting down its jobs product, remember, Facebook already Mm -hmm. tried this. Google shutting down its jobs API and Google hire ATS. Twitter will come to the realization that without enterprise dollars, they will have to spend more money than they can make through this stupid buck and bullshit advertising to try to lure people into an SMB verification scheme. That's why in 2024, the Twitter hiring platform will die. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Just to be clear, x.com slash jobs is gone. When we, when we ring in 25. Well, it doesn't exist today. If you type in x.com slash jobs, it goes to twitter.com slash jobs. So (laughs) stop calling it X because it's not X. Twitter hiring platform will be dead. It'll be so that that page won't exist. What do you think about their LinkedIn killer? Are they gonna are they gonna focus and pivot <laughs> on that? Should LinkedIn be shaking in its boots, or do you think they'll they'll not do anything with that? There have been stories already that LinkedIn's revenue is jumping because they're actually getting that, that all those companies the that are dollars, running yeah. away from Twitter are going. Some of them are going to LinkedIn, so LinkedIn's already siphoning some of that money off. LinkedIn is going to be in the catbird seat when this shit just drops. Well, here's what's going to happen: you're going to have yep. all this. F- 
pomp and fucking bullshit circumstance from Twitter saying that yep. hiring's the thing, right? Then when it dies, where are they going to go? LinkedIn's going to pop in. They're going to say, come over here, guys. This is yeah. where you need to be. So you're going to get the Indeeds and the LinkedIn's and whatnot, the big brands, the bigger brands um, who are literally just going to siphon that dollar off. But Twitter hiring platform, that, that, that bitch is pretty much dead. Here's a prediction. Elon will be the gift that keeps on giving to this podcast <laughs> in 2024. Again, just another bunt. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This brings me to my final prediction for 2024. And by the way, to piggyback on your uh, acquisition uh, commentary, I don't think there's going to be any like big time acquisition. It'll Mm -hmm. be like poetry, you know, year old uh, thing or CV wallet. There won't be any like hundred million plus acquisite. Like Paradox is not getting acquired in 24. Now, Paradox doesn't want to get acquired. <laughs> I just pull that out of my ass. But there won't there won't be any like huge, uh, like really newsworthy acquisitions uh, next year. I the predict. ones that are kicking and, ass and taking names, Deal, Paradox, those, they don't want to be acquired. They don't want that. They're waiting, right? They're well, if waiting. you remember, I think uh, in a previous episode, we talked about Deal and mm-hmm. how they've just crushed it. Uh, yeah. I think they, they've earmarked $200 million for acquisitions. Yeah. So like these companies that are crushing it, they're going to go shopping and start picking up features yep. and aqua hires like that'll be hopefully a, a news story that we talk about clearance rack bit. and early stage startups you get those clearance because rack. tech is starting to accelerate so the velocity is so fucking crazy right now you can get some real cheap companies who really they, they couldn't execute or you're going to yep. get some amazing startups that have tech that nobody i mean again this is all about leapfrogging the the competition very quickly yep and I think on the uh, on the uh, the raising side, I think you'll see a lot of startups that are AI driven that have like two people, you know, like they'll get the five, 10, 20 million dollars, but no unicorns uh, in that group. All right. Let's get back. Let's get back to my prediction. Okay. In 2024, there will be a death of a unicorn. Now, I've already said there won't be any new unicorns. But I think we will see the death of a unicorn, someone that had previously had a billion dollar plus valuation go by the wayside. We've already wow. featured Beamery on previous episodes, which mm-hmm. has frankly been a train wreck. Yeah. Uh, they raised $50 million uh, in December of 22 and then turned around and laid off 15% of their people. Then they laid off 25% of their people here just before uh, the holiday season. I've got my DMs blowing up about uh, my whole department was laid off. Like Beamery could be in that yeah. group. Uh, Oyster is another one that raised a ton of money um, and has seen a lot of layoffs. I think they're I think they're running third, fourth, or fifth fiddle to the likes of Deal and Remote. Uh, to your chagrin, Eightfold will not be one of the uh, the the death. They took too much money. They've got they've got more runway. Well, that'll be the thing. But I I think I think they're they're just good enough uh, to survive. But I think there's going to be some down here that we say goodbye. Uh, maybe they're an acquisition on the clearance rack, or maybe uh-huh. they just shut the doors a la some other companies uh, that we talk about. So that is my third prediction that we say goodbye to a unicorn that had previously raised $1 billion in valuation dollars. <laughs> Thoughts? Like it? Don't like it? 
Yeah, no, I I like it. It's it's it, because the valuations were bloated. We talked about the valuations. A lot of those billion dollar valuations were literally not real world billion dollar valuations. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could definitely see that happening. But they're going to be like the like you said, eightfold. Eightfold. They took a lot of money unless they continue to buy fucking spaceship booths like at the HR techs and like in every fucking conference, you know, uh, across the world. And they keep, they keep uh, adding people, which they're not going to do. They've got at least runway to, to, to be around for a few more years. Um, but beyond that, I think the, the, the head shed, right. The, the actual uh, CEOs or co-CEOs, I think we're going to start to see heads roll before we start to see unicorns die. Yeah. That escalated quickly. (laughs) All right, let's get to your third and final prediction for 2024. Third prediction for 2024. My last prediction does not have a name ascribed to it, but it is very specific. It's not a bunt. It's not a bunt. A dominant AI player will emerge in the AR and HR and TA space while everyone is watching ChatGPT, Gemini, Claude, and all the other very general platforms fight over the next level of multimodal dominance, we will see a domain-specific player, NHR, NTA, use OpenAI's model. And no, I don't mean Josh Burson's bullshit platform. I mean a real player with access to real data, not something that they conjured up because they were paid to conjure shit up, right? I mean, very Uh specifically, an AI player that will open its platform up to the public to play with, a la OpenAI and ChatGPT. They'll provide limited, limited yet free access, and their brand will gain notoriety and will leapfrog many of the bigger brands that are out there in 2024. And this is where I'm going to kind of counter what you're saying. They will have an opportunity to be a unicorn because Mm. the only thing that's making people unicorns in 2024 is AI. And if they adopt that open AI platform or process, that open AI leapfrogged, I think we have some people in the space if they take the risk that they will be able to uh, they will they will be able to do that. Yeah, well, no doubt AI will be the the sexy story. What are you doing, step bro? Yeah, probably all year. The the, the <laughs> counter to that is like the bubble bursts. AI is a fraud. Dot com dot com bust two point and uh, we're 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 seeing a different tune. But yeah, I agree that AI will be the story for this year in, in our space. And there was someone. Someone posted uh, predictions that I read. It was that someone will get a significant amount of money invested and the investors will realize that they have no employees and the CEO is a bot. <laughs> so that, that'll be a fun story if we ever, ever get that. So that is yes. our predictions for 2024. To, to recap, I said no, no IPOs in our space this year. I said no new unicorns and I said one unicorn will die in 2024. Yours were? CV Wallet and Poetry will be acquired, two early stage startups. Twitter hiring will die on the vine. And last but not least, we will see a domain AI player, obviously in our space, adopt the open AI business model and they will just fucking kill it. They will leapfrog a lot of the bigger brands in our space in 2024. 60% of the time, it works 
every time. Usually not 60% of the time. Where I don't think we've got a 60%. You have a global <laughs> prediction to kind of end the show. We got elections. We got uh, sports obviously going down. Any predictions on a, on a macro level that you want to end the show with? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to think of macro stuff <laughs> at this point because it, there, there, there is, there, there's so much dystopian things that are happening around us. I'm trying to keep it light at the first of the year, uh, especially with this year being a big, big presidential election in the U.S. And again, everybody's watching. Everybody's to see, trying to see just how fucking crazy the the, the Americans are. Uh, and we're, we're going to let them know at the latter part of this year. But the hardest part about this is the ride we're going to have to take from now. And I'm sorry, guys, mm-hmm. but we get a little dark. The ride that we have to take starting now all the way to November. This is going to be a dark year when it comes to uh, news and it comes to social media. I- I'm probably going to have to detox several times this year. <laughs> well, that being said, I'm going to give you a sunshiny ironclad prediction for 2024 the cleveland browns win the super bowl the cleveland browns winning win the super bowl joe flacco i was like what the fuck (laughs) flack around and find out everybody we out we out wow look at you you made it through an entire episode of the chat and chase podcast or maybe you cheated and fast forwarded to the end either way There's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuggleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. <laughs>